I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into another edition of the West of the Rest podcast. It is Thursday, January 5th. The year is 2023, our first show of the year. I am Blair Angulo, joined by Brandon Huffman, the national recruiting editor at 24-7 Sports. And Huff, we are outside of the West region. We're actually in the state of Texas in San Antonio for the 2023 All-American Bowl. And you and I are not in the same room. But we are on the same floor, and I'm not going to give away the hotel that we're staying at. But let's just say you and I are very close to each other, and I could feel you, my friend. Well, you know, it's almost like we are at our best when we're on the same floor. I mean, think about the birthplace of the West of the Rest started when we had a room together on the road. Now we get the freedom of being in our own rooms, but we're on the same floor. We're never really far from each other, Blair. Nope, nope, nope. You're so close, I can, I can, I can feel your presence. So... You and I have been hopping back and forth from practice sites all week in San Antonio. You know, we were at uh, the joint practice on Wednesday night. And considering what we've seen, I think we're going to gather some thoughts on some players from the West region. Uh, There's also a commitment from a player from the West region coming on Saturday during the game. You can catch it live at 10 o'clock Pacific in the morning, uh, live on NBC And that's Peyton Woodyard. We'll get into his recruitment here in a little bit. But let's start running down the list, Huff. I think we have a lot of fans from a lot of different schools tuning in. And and let's start with some of the players in in your neck of the woods and, and go down the list. Blake Nicholson, commit to Florida State. He's from Northern California. He's been one of the players that's been really impressive you know, throughout his high school career, what have we seen from him during the first couple of practices here in San Antonio? Yeah, I mean, you said it. he's been one of the most impressive players. He's a two-way standout. I think he's had something around 50, 60 touchdowns offensively over the last few years. But he's going to play linebacker in college at Florida State, and that's where he's been playing this year. Overshadowed a little bit. There's a really good linebacker group on the West roster. We have Anthony Hill. You got Drake Bowen, who's headed to Notre Dame. You got Tassilia Connor, who's been playing a little bit of outside backer, who's headed to Texas. And then there's Blake. And he's never going to be like the loudest guy. You know, you, you get to events like this, you have some guys that have no problem being the loud, boisterous ones. And you have some guys that are a little bit more quiet by nature. He's a little bit more reserved, but he's still out there making plays. He's showing the athleticism, the sideline to sideline ability, the lateral movement that you want when he's dropping into coverage. And I think that, you know, it's usually the guys during the week that, 
but tend to kind of keep their mouth shut and just go out there and play football, tend to have the most solid games on Saturday. And I look forward to, to Blake kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I really like, um, I think, his ability to shoot up gaps. That was something that's really stood out to me on the first day of practice. Uh, even in the 11-on-11 portion, it seemed like he was able and willing to engage with those blockers. And 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 I think that's something that's really important at the next level, right? I, I think players, especially at, at the linebacker position or maybe those defensive positions that typically have to get a little dirtier, it takes them some time to, to get acclimated at the college level to the speed of the game, to the physicality, but then also from a mindset standpoint to have to kind of pound against the guy you know, for 60 plus snaps a game, uh, I think he'll, he will be able to, and I think he's willing to. And I think that's maybe the thing that I've taken away from, from the first couple of days, uh, out of Blake Nicholson, who's headed to play his college ball in Tallahassee. Caleb Presley's another one from the state of Washington committed to Washington and, uh, giving the Huskies a, a late flip from Oregon. Uh, I, I really like his coverability, his ability to, you know, to, to kind of flip his hips and get downfield. Uh, he's a really impressive defense back. And when you think about Washington and what they've been able to do, even dating back to when Chris Peterson was at the helm, uh, that's one of their calling cards, Huff. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been DBU for, you know, a number of years out in the Pac-12. I think if you, you know, you look at it with Caleb, too, there, there's a lot of positional versatility there. He can play corner. That's more natural position. He can play over at nickel. He could be a safety, and he's got really good ball skills. He's, you know, used as an offensive guy at Rainier Beach High School, and he's physical. And that's one of the things in the All-American games and the All-Star games is, you know, we, we've seen it with the Pro Bowl, where the Pro Bowl has gone from, being super physical after Sean Taylor you know, almost killed a punter a number of years ago to being essentially a touch football game. Well, they're trying to be cognizant of safety. So you're not seeing a lot of hitting in practice. And that kind of negates a big part of Caleb Presley's game, which is how physical a player that he is. So I think come Saturday, you're going to get a chance to see just how physical a player that Caleb Presley is. But he's willing to do whatever he wants. He's taken on the top receivers each day in one-on-ones and in practice. And I, I think he's you know super high upside kid. Yeah, Zai Wagner is another player from the state of Washington who who has looked the part here. He's headed to Oklahoma, he, so he is leaving the West Region to play his college ball. And and another versatile defensive back that uh, you know right now they appear to be growing on trees from where you're from. Yeah, you know, one of the best DB classes that I've seen from the state of Washington in my time doing this. And you got two elite power five All-American type DBs. You know, those two have been jostling back and forth. At one point, Josiah was rated ahead of Caleb. At another point, Caleb was ahead of Josiah. You know, this is the last, they're, they're very close, very close in the overall rankings. They're one and two in the state, you know, over the course of the next few days with the game on Saturday. Uh, it's kind of a, the last chance to see both those players and to see who's going to reign supreme. But in a state that's produced some pretty good DBs, Defensive lineman and offensive lineman the last few years. Here we are in 2023, and it's a DV state right now. And Josiah and Caleb have been going neck and neck with it. Uh, again, like with a Caleb Josiah, a lot of versatility. Not more of a, not as much of a safety guy, but a guy that can play in the nickel. And I think he's going to be a really good nickel in college, but he can play corner. That's his more natural position. Uh, but another guy who's just got tremendous ball skills, and it's going to be fun to watch his development at the University of Oklahoma. A few other names that, that are on the roster. I'm not sure if we've seen them, though. Walker Lyons, I don't think, has, has arrived yet. Uh, the tight yeah. end that formerly was committed to Stanford. Jurion Dickey, Rico Flores, Jaden Wayne. Have we seen any of them? Yeah, so Jaden Wayne and Enrico Flores both had injuries that kept them out of the of the game. Drion uh, Dickey as well. Walker Lyons broke his leg early in the season, was hoping to get back and, and play. Uh, but those guys are all starting to arrive towards the end of this week. Uh, unfortunately, they won't get played because of the injuries. But you know, from that that group. 
we all know what Jurion is. He's a five-star receiver. We saw that Zachariah Branch was the MVP of the Under Armour game on Wednesday. The only receiver ranked ahead of Jurion Dickey. So it's a bummer that we're not going to get to see Jurion either here or in Hawaii. Uh, with Rico Flores, he carried a heavy load at receiver for Folsom this year when Walker Lyons went down. And then Jaden Wayne made the move from the Pacific Northwest where he was the number one player in the state. Went down to IMG. Had a solid year before signing with Miami. But with Walker Lyons, he's the highest rated uncommitted player in Northern California. I think the only player rated ahead of him in the state of California that has yet to make a decision is Roger Pleasant. So a lot of eyes are going to be on Walker Lyons in these next couple of weeks. Blair, you've got you know the highest rated player who is actually an Under Armour as well, Deuce Robinson. Uh, you, you've got him trending to Georgia, crystal ball to Georgia. A lot of buzz right now that Walker Lyons may be headed to Athens himself. Being that he's LDS, he's going to serve his LDS mission uh, immediately. In fact, he leaves at the end of this month, but Georgia potentially could with, with a, a roster right now that has a California star who won the Mackey Award at tight end and a Las Vegas standout in Darnell Washington could be going back to the West Coast to get their tight ends with Deuce Robinson and Walker Lyons both looking very promising for the Bulldogs. Why not, Huff? Why not? Let just just give Todd Hartley all the tight ends and then let them figure it out. And by the way, in the era of the transfer portal, I think all these guys are right to bet on themselves, right? And mm-hmm. and it, and if it doesn't work out, you aren't really risking much. Like if you're a Deuce Robinson, and they already have they already signed two four stars, by the way, at the tight end group. One of them being here that we saw Pierce Sperlin, uh, who's a really good pass catcher, long, athletic, a guy that can move downfield, more of a Y than he is a traditional tight end. But in this era, why not go and bet on bet on yourself and go to the place that's developing the tight end? better than anyone in the country and if coach Todd Hartley believes you're one of his guys then you should believe in yourself too and 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 if it doesn't work out you know year one year two whenever you could always go into the portal and and then then try to find the the different destination uh Walker Lyons is is obviously a special case because he's going on a mission he'll be back in 2025 so even then you know these all the three incoming freshmen that you know could potentially end up in Athens they would already be heading into year three in the program and they might not even be there right we don't know who will will stick around in this modern era of of college football so it's a really interesting scenario and uh, i just say why not just take them all georgia take all the tight ends and and look at it this way blair the last two touchdowns scored in the national championship game for georgia last year a west coast kid in brock bauer and a west coast kid in keely ringo and the last world series the atlanta braves won the last pro sports champion who was the star of that team Southern California's old Freddie Freeman. So we could talk about Georgia being one of the big four states now with Florida, California, and Texas. But at the end of the day, Georgia has to come west of the rest to get that talent. Yeah, yeah, they do. We're on We're on to you, Georgia. Moving on to the other parts of the roster, um, more of the mountain and, and island states. Tausili Kana uh, arrived a little bit lighter than maybe we expected, probably 10 to 15 pounds lighter, uh, which is really rare considering that we just came off the holiday break. So I'm looking at you, uh, Hawaiian spreads. You know, I, maybe we could have fed him a little bit more. But even so, I think you look at his frame, you look at the length, you look at the body type, and there's no question that he's got all the upside in the world to be a tremendous defender in Austin once he arrives and plays for the Longhorns. And he's been really good this week. This is a player who I think at the high school level has been used as a as exclusively a pass rusher. He's had to play a lot of defensive end. He's had his hand, he's had his hand in the ground 
trying to get after the the quarterback and engaging against really big offensive tackles. I mean, you've been to the state of Utah, Huff. Those are some big human beings uh, up front trying to block you from getting to their quarterback. And and he's had to absorb a lot of that contact. So it's been in a bit, in a way, refreshing to see him in this setting, dropping back and covering and running and and kind of getting into the flats and and maybe making a read on a quarterback and trying to chase things down. And I think that's more of what he will be asked to do for Texas. And and I think he's been really impressive. One of those guys that I have no worries that he is going to put that weight back on. We obviously saw the weight that he was able to put on, you know, between his junior and senior season, getting bigger. He's got that lankiness. He's got that frame that's going to be able to put that weight on. Plus, we know his dad, Brandon, is a heck of a cook, heck of a chef. So when he gets out to Hawaii in a couple of weeks to go for the Polynesian Bowl, I anticipate there's going to be some nice home-cooked meals that are going to add that weight. Plus, Blair, you and I have been in Texas for the better part of a week. We have not eaten poorly at all. This Our doctors might disagree, but in terms of our appetites, our, our food has been plentiful. I have no doubts at all that Tosti is going to put that weight on, but it's a lot easier to put the weight on than it is to take the weight off. That's a, it's a good problem for Texas to have. And he still has that frame. He still has the ability to move around. He's still able to take on contact. He's able to shed his blockers. You know, he's going to get that strength and, and that body to where Pete Parkowski really wants to let him loose. And he's a guy that I, I have no worries about what kind of player he'll be in college. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It's one of those foodie towns, right, Austin? I think people people go there looking for obviously the barbecue, but uh, isn't there like a really famous donut spot? And uh, there, there's you know some burger places, and there's a bunch of stuff that you know he'll be able he'll be able to put on the weight. He will he will not be missing any meals. Let's just say that. Yeah, the calorie intake will be high for Tausilia Kana. Moving down the the rest of the roster, a few others and a trio of guys that are committed to the Utah Utes. A rough week for them to kick off the new year, losing to Penn State in not the greatest fashion. As as our Lord and Savior Kyle Whittingham, you know, was denied that that uh that Rose Bowl trophy that you know we were all I think hoping he would he would get. But they they do have a lot of star power here in San Antonio, so the future is very bright. For the Utah Utes, Spencer Fano, Caleb Lomu holding their own up front. Hunter Clegg, a late addition. And here's a little story. We haven't really put this out there, but he was at the Rose Bowl Huff on Monday. And there was a player on the East roster uh, at his position that for some reason dropped out or there was an injury or something happened where there was an opening. And we started to go down the list. I sent out a couple messages. You know, sooner, you know, <laughs> as soon as you know it, I'm on the phone with Hunter Clegg. He's at the Rose Bowl getting ready to watch a Utah play 
play Penn State. And I'm asking him if he wants to come to San Antonio to hang out for a week. And uh, lo and behold, he's here. And uh, he's actually looked really good. So credit to him for, on a whim, essentially, being in Pasadena for that Rose Bowl game on Monday. I think his parents were going to drive back up to Salt Lake City, where he's from, and on the way, dropped him off in Vegas, where he had his flight to San Antonio. So I, I'm sure he packed very light, but it's I think it's refreshing to see a player who, in this era of opt-outs and, oh, look at me, here's my brand, or hey, I'm resting, or oh, hey, it's the holidays, I'm on my break. He suited up and he got the call and he's, so he's like, yeah, I want to go play and he's here. You know, John Wooden once said, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. All right. Yes. Something like that. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. You know who was prepared? Hunter Clegg. Didn't even get a chance to go home and pack for the trip, but he was on that first flight that he could get to San Antonio. And I'll tell you, man, you know, watching him getting immediately on the special teams unit for the for the East defense. And then even in the joint practice on Wednesday in the Alamo Dome, you know, showing that he is going to be a force. And I, I think that's just what Utah's front seven needs is more really good pass rushers, more physical guys that are ready to play uh, right away. I believe, you know, like Walker Lyons, he's set to serve a mission too. Is that right? Yeah, Huff, and, and these are guys, right, at, at these All-American games, like, these are alphas and alphas and alphas, right? Like, it's the elite on elite, it's elite versus elite, you got elite playmakers on each side, you have an elite teammate next to you, like, you stand out if you're not that guy. And Hunter Clegg stepped on the field and he looked like one of the guys. Like, that's, and, and when you think about players that are going on a mission, there are times when I when I cringe, right? Or or I wonder, ah, I don't know about this one, right? Like, because in two years, what is he going to look like? Or you, you can't really work out like you're used to. You can't put on the weight like you're used to. You, you're completely away from football. Uh, you, you're not practicing. You're not in the weight room. You're not doing what you're able to do to be an elite college football player. But when you factor in what we just saw to Hunter Clegg in this first practice, and then you factor in his drive and his motivation, which we already touched on, right? He, he it literally drove to Vegas from California to get on a flight to San Antonio without going home. And I'm sure he's riding on very little sleep or very little rest. That's a guy who I bet on that once he gets back from his mission in Armenia, of all places, by the way, he will be out. He will be out in Armenia. I don't know if many people can point it out on the map, but that's where Hunter Clay will be on his mission. That's a guy that I bet on when he comes back and joins the Utah Utes. It won't take him very long to get up to speed and to make an impact for for Kyle Whittingham. One of the things about Utah, too, is that when the, those players come to events like this, you know, we, we talked about it a little earlier. There's some guys that are a little bit more boisterous than others. A lot of, a lot of guys just kind of, you know, keep their mouth shut and just play. And then they end up making a, a number of plays. And that kind of seems like to sum up Utah recruits in a nutshell. But what was the last time that, you know, you were at an event where we saw a Utah player being the guy who never shut his mouth, who was always talking. Usually those are the guys that just keep their mouth shut and they go make plays. And then it translates to college. And Kyle Whittingham, not the kind of guy that gets into a war of words on Twitter, not the kind of guy that gets into a war of words at press conferences. His players keep their mouth shut and they just go out and make plays. Yep, that's what, that's the Utah way. And it's obviously a really refreshing type of way right now, especially in in this day and age of college football. Joshua Bates, the center from the state of Colorado who's committed to Oklahoma or, or signed with the Sooners, I should say, uh, did show up a little bit late. Uh, on Monday, uh, had some flight issues out of the Denver area, Colorado, you know, some delays. Obviously, a lot of people have been dealing with that. 
Uh, but he was out there Tuesday. Wasn't there Wednesday, a little bit banged up. Hopefully we get to see him in the game. And then Cole Martin also set to arrive later. He's the four-star corner from the state of Arizona who signed with Oregon uh, and, and won a state championship for Basha uh, out there in Chandler, Arizona. So Cole Martin, another one that we hope you know makes it to town. Moving on to, to the players from Southern California, Pierce Clarkson, the four-star quarterback from St. John Bosco, who also captured a state title, signed with Louisville, stuck with uh, Jeff Brom after the coaching change. Uh, he's been here and he's been getting the first reps huff uh, with the West squad, which is right now being led by St. John Bosco head coach Jason Negro, as well as the offensive coordinator there for the Braves. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be one of those teams that, you know, you can look at what could have been a lot of talent from, you know, just Northern California, from Southern California. And Jason Negro had some guys that you know, would have probably made this team a little bit more exciting. Jurion Dickey's missing, Mateo Uyangalele, uh, but there is still a, a strong representation from Southern California. Jamar Johnson had a, a really good Tuesday practice, and I remember you and I saw him back in, what, February at the battle tournament in Las Vegas, and his coach at Eaglewood High School, uh, Malik James, was saying, just keep an eye on him. He is going to end up being one of the most athletic tight ends you'll see, and he's probably weighing, what, 260-ish, 265 at check-in, but his got big strong mitts it's able to catch everything and then you know Tyson Ruff is more than holding his own in the interior when you get to an event like this but we obviously see a ton of guys that are high school tackles guys that are going to project to play tackle in college like you mentioned with Joshua Bates he was going to be playing that that pure center spot uh, but Tyson Ruffins has put himself into the mix and attempt to be a starter on Saturday playing at left guard uh, obviously Pierce Clarkson very familiar with what Jason Negro wants to do offensively he can run that offense he can do uh, a lot of things that you know a lot of quarterbacks in this game can't because of the unfamiliarity with the system that's being installed four or five days before the games. He knows this. He knows the coaching. Jason knows what he can do. And then Jordan Shaw, you know, much like Jamari Johnson, kind of a, you know, a surprise this week with just how well he's been. He was one of the additions, the later additions to the game, uh, was uh, selected by Snoop Dogg. And last year, we, we saw the Snoop Dogg selection, Rayshon Speedy Luke, speaking of St. John Bosco, win the MVP. Jordan Shaw, I think, had two two picks and a, a pass deflection in the first practice, so showing that he belongs. A, a nice steal, a play, that, a play that's going to Indiana, was actually committed to Colorado. Deion Sanders told him that he was going to keep him. He wanted to keep him on board, but he's making the move to Indiana instead. So a, a couple of Southern California guys that are heading to the Midwest, really surprising this week with Jordan Shaw and Jamari Johnson. Snoop Dogg maybe has an eye for talent. Who would who who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> SNO double OP or whatever whatever he says in his raps. Uh, uh yeah, I mean I was gonna say yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure that's Jay-Z. Yeah, that's 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 Jay-Z. That's East Coast rap. We in the East and West, as we know, don't mix well. Before we go, let's look at Peyton Woodyard's uh upcoming announcement. He's supposed to do so live and he's supposed to reveal his choice essentially a year away from when he actually will sign. He's a twenty twenty-four safety from San John Bosco, one of the better prospects at his position nationally and there's been some buzz huff late here down the stretch at the finish line that texas is making a strong strong push the only crystal ball at the moment uh, it belongs to the georgia bulldogs and obviously you can't knock a player for choosing the bulldogs especially on the defensive side of the ball right now and um you know, but Texas is trying really hard here at the end. Yeah, you know, top five player from the state of California, top five safety nationally, a uh, guy who will be playing in this very game next year, uh, but ready to make his decision a year earlier. Does that bode well for the Big 12 school just an hour up the road or for a team that's going to be playing a national championship game in Peyton's backyard on Monday 
do they get him? You know, what we think we noticed with, with Peyton that there's always been this strong pull for him out of the state. Notre Dame was also a school that was mentioned early on for him. Obviously, USC probably had the best chance uh, of any of the schools that had been recruiting him on the West Coast. But Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State have all been kind of the, the schools that had been most prominently mentioned. And then here comes Texas. Texas started to come in late, started to get louder and louder and a lot of buzz that Texas could be in position. And, you know, where we saw that two weeks ago on Sunday, we talked about Tassilia Khan a little bit earlier, a, a guy that most people thought was headed to Oklahoma, but quietly Texas started to make that push, ended up getting the number one player in the state of Utah in the 2023 class. And they're hoping that that late surge gets him one of the top five players. Peyton Woodyard's been getting recruited for three years. Like I said, already invited to this game a year and a half ago, but he's also ready to make that decision. And on Saturday, Saturday, uh, one of only two players, you know, and probably remiss if we didn't mention, Jamari Johnson has been committed to Louisville for quite some time, but Oregon's making a strong push for him as well. Got him in on a visit right before signing day. He will make his final decision during the game on the broadcast on Saturday that starts at 10 a.m. on NBC. So a couple of Southern Californians could be having a decision, but I think a lot of eyes are going to be on what Peyton Woodyard's going to do. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And again, you can catch the game live on NBC Saturday, 10 a.m. And uh, Brandon, you're going to be on the desk at, at sideline, right? You're going to be you're going to be a part of that broadcast. I will for the second uh, straight year. I will be part of the uh, the broadcast on NBC with Paul Burmeister and Anthony Heron. I have got you know we we had to do a little emergency run to Walgreens this week, Blair, because I forgot my clippers and my shaving kit at home. So you know what? What do playmakers do? Playmakers make plays and they go to Walgreens and get bailed out at the last minute, find some clippers and a shaving kit so that I could look my prettiest on Saturday. A little behind the scenes there. So if, if you listen or tune in on Saturday, 10 a.m. NBC, and you see that shiny, shiny head of, of Brandon Huffman, <laughs> you will have the backstory as to how that happened. Uh, so don't tune in for Payne Woodyard's decision. Don't tune in for Jamari Johnson's decision. Don't even tune in to watch Spencer Fano and Caleb Lomu up front if you're a Utah fan. Tune in to watch the beautiful shiny head of Brandon Huffman. Huff, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you in like three minutes when we leave our <laughs> respective hotel rooms. And everyone else, have a great week. Remember to catch the game Saturday, 10 a.m. on NBC for our producer, Lance Glynn. I am Blair Angulo. He's Brandon Huffman. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the West of the Rest podcast. is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to The Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.